morning, glory, and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Wednesday, 12th day of May, 2021. My name is Nick. There's Big J over there. Oh, hello. Big J, explain in detail how much you enjoy next-gen gaming. Oh, man, it's another world, dude. It is amazing uh, just uh, how fast, how different... And how wonderful uh, the uh, Xbox Series X is compared to the old Xbox. I feel the same way about the PS5. It's really the speed in which things load that blows my mind. Yeah, that, but I mean, even just uh, the sound and the graphics and stuff just seem better to me. And um, Well, yeah, they're supposed to. Yeah, So, but but, but that, the thing about that is, is it's not even next-gen games. You know, these aren't games that were designed and developed especially for... Uh, <clears throat> these uh, these next gen consoles and they look amazing. So, but yeah, I mean, even though it, it, it is quicker and faster, I mean, the downloads. I mean, I downloaded probably a terabyte of games yesterday. So uh, I set up a whole bunch when I I, t- I went to bed last night. Nice. To what was the first game you played? Uh, Call of Duty. Duty. I just wanted to put it through its paces and check and it out. You were impressed? Yes. That's all that matters, my friend. Welcome to the fun. Uh, do you, is that the game that you're going to play the most, I guess? Well, I guess you're gearing up for the Rambo race, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but in the meantime, continuing with Major League Baseball, we'll see MLB The Show where if, you know, I, I think I... I don't know if I'll be able to take off right where my stats left off. God, I hate to start all over, but... It should carry over. Well, listen, again, I don't have an Xbox, so I don't know, but the PS stuff all carries over. Yeah. Uh, as long as you save it to the cloud or whatever, or even whatever backup device, as long as it's on the same Wi-Fi, you're able to... You have to download the, the file to your, your local, obviously, unit, but you're able to pick up where you left off, or you should be. Because uh, you're coming off a broken arm, right? My arm? Stupid broken arm. God. So, uh, congratulations on getting that. Today shall be a busy day on the show. Going to have a chance for you to qualify for the Big Backyard Box at 9.15. 7.30 brings you one of your last chances to get qualified for the Aftershock Festival with a little thing called Who Do You Do? Uh, we are a little over a week away from the Idaho Comedy Fest starting up. We're going to talk a little bit about that today in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, Alan Williams is going to be popping by, one of the comedians that's on the guest list. We're going to talk to Jen Adams as well from Lounge at the End of the Universe. So that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, hopefully you're excited for that. And uh, beginning tomorrow, we'll start giving away some passes to that as well so you can enjoy some comedy. But we also play some music on this show. We'll kick things off with some Metallica. It's The Unforgiven here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. The X Rocks. The news today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The important stuff is brought to you by the old advocates. Have you been injured due to another person's negligence? The advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. The Idaho Department of Health and Welfare announced that the state is going to move from the modified stage 3 to stage 4 of the Idaho rebound plan. They did this during their bi-weekly meeting regarding COVID-19 here in Idaho. Now, under Stage 4, Idahoans will be able to hold gatherings of any size. So, all restrictions are lifted. Uh, Idaho remains open with recommendations to protect lives, healthcare access, and the economy. Uh, vaccines are still encouraged to keep Idaho open. Recommended guidance on how to gather safely is available and encouraged at the website. And still, uh, face coverings recommended when physical distancing. If you have an opportunity to do it indoors or outdoors, it's always a good idea. Uh, And everyone, including businesses, should follow physical distancing and sanitation recommendations still. 
The seven-day average dropped below 10 last week. That's the lowest per 100,000 the state has seen in some time. For the fourth consecutive week, the state's positivity rate stayed below 5% as well. Hospitalizations continued to be a decline. ICU admissions, however, still steady. But Department of Health and Welfare said that the rates are still higher than the state would like to see as far as ICU numbers are concerned. But at least hospitalizations and overall cases are down. That's the, if there's any bad news about it, that's it. It's that those that are getting it are getting it pretty seriously right now. And so that's become an issue. But other than that, they feel like there's enough people vaccinated. There's enough vaccinations available and appointments ready for you that hopefully things will be able to behave ourselves in stage four. We'll see what happens. But we're now in stage four, Big J. How different do you feel? I don't know yet. It just happened. It happened yesterday. It's been a full 24 well, hours. It's not like I had a chance to take advantage of it. I didn't well, thanks book a, lot, a party Xbox. or something. Hey, uh, rest in peace to former Hawaii quarterback Colt Brennan, who set records as the quarterback of the University of Hawaii, had a brief career in the NFL, passed away at the age of 37. He was at Hawaii 2005 to 2007, still ranks number two in history in passing yards in a game, so that's pretty impressive. Number five in career passing touchdowns and number eight in career passing yards. Brandon Broker tied 31 NCAA records in his college career, according to Hawaii Athletics. He struggled with drug and alcohol issues for years. As a matter of fact, his family said he uh, was found unresponsive at his rehab facility. So, unfortunately, that could have had a connection to it, or he at least shortened his life. So, sucks. You remember him slinging against the uh, the Broncos, I imagine, right? Yeah. He was the, the last time Hawaii was any good. He was their quarterback, or one of the few times Hawaii was any good. And I remember, you know, he led them to a BCS Bowl, too. Don't forget. Cole Brennan did in Hawaii, so there's that. Back when Hawaii was like a, a threat at some point. So he certainly will be missed. Rest in peace, sir. Big J, we were just talking about Broadway. You love musicals, and three of the most successful Broadway shows in history, Hamilton, The Lion King, and Wicked, are all returning to Broadway September 14th of this year. In a press release, the show's backers said this is a rare alliance between three of Broadway's fan favorites. That sends a message that Broadway is united in its commitment to ending a devastating period of hardship for tens of thousands and also making sure that Broadway continues. Tickets are going to go on sale today. They expect them to sell out fairly quickly to three of the more popular shows ever put together. So if Broadway's back, Big J, you know things are coming back. At least in September anyway. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Power Man 5000 when worlds collide here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time, Big J selected a movie to watch and review for you. Funny side note, uh, I was trolling around Netflix looking for something to watch before ultimately deciding on nothing and then going to bed early. But uh, I did notice that this movie showed up at like number five yeah. on Netflix's list. So obviously you're an influencer, Big J. How does it feel? Well, I mean, I saw that myself as I went to watch it, so... I didn't think I influenced it that much, but maybe, maybe from people hearing the selection, decided to go and watch it. That's exactly so, what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, the Clover. Uh, well, I always want to say Clover, but it's the Clove Hitch Killer. Nick, do you know what a Clove Hitch is? Uh, I do not. It's a type of knot. That makes sense to me. You know, and uh, this movie stars Dylan McDermott, a uh, little feller named Charlie Plummer, Samantha Mast, this uh, as well as some others. And I'm going to tell you, this movie is one of those diamonds in the rough. It's a focus features movie, Nick. So when you see that, you know that it's it's an independent movie and that it's probably 
a drama. It's probably pretty deep and introspective and, and different. And more often than not, they're pretty damn good movies. And I'm going to say this is one of those. This is a really good movie. And I don't know if it's based on the fact that I've been caught up in, you know, true crime recently. Uh, those sort of things, but it's it's about a, a town, a small town in uh, Kentucky, I think it is, uh, that at one point, uh, a decade before, had uh, 13 girls uh, end up being killed by a serial killer. And then the murders just stopped. Um, and basically what happens here is uh, Dylan McDermott's character, Don, he's, uh, he's a, a scout master and uh, Charlie is his son and one of the lead scouts and uh, he starts to kind of just you know some start to suspect some things earning his detective bed finds yeah exactly find some evidence and then that's kind of where the ball really gets rolling and uh, it goes from there I mean I don't want to ruin too much of it because uh, the movie is that good and I would hate for somebody to, to have something spoiled here it's not a piece of garbage like most of the stuff I have to watch <laughs> uh, which I don't care about uh, spoiling but this particular one uh, is really good and, and I think that you should watch it especially if you are into true crime or if you do appreciate these thriller kind of movies is uh, it based on a true story? Uh, no, not that I'm aware oh, okay. of um, not this particular time and uh, a lot of people are, are, are kind of um, you know related to the BTK killer uh, just because of the number of victims and the fact that, you know, he, he stopped for a period of time because of family issues and things like that. So that is where this movie is. The Clove Hitch Killer, something I definitely think that is is worth your time if you want to check out a good movie. Well acted, lots of great performances here, good storytelling. There you go. A uh, streaming dumbass movie that knocks it out of the park. It is streaming now on Netflix. You can check it out for yourself. It is officially Big J approved. Oh, yeah. With a uh, with with a stamp and everything, stamp. Here's traffic. Give it an award. Now listen, that's something that we could talk about. If you want to start keeping track of these streaming dumbass <laughs> so, movies, the Big J Awards at the end of the year. No, would be I, fun. I had this conversation, and really, what we need is is some some kook fan. If we have any of those kook fans that are obsessed with the morning after, that have a lot of free time in their hands, you know, go back and listen to every Tuesday podcast. And start to make a list for old Big J. I was having this conversation with my kids, and they're like, oh, that would be easy. And I'm like, all right, I'm waiting for a list. <laughs> well, but what do you want the list for? To keep a list of all the movies we've reviewed. Okay, all right. At least going back to when we started the podcast. Uh, I mean, I don't know how you'd find out otherwise, but there's, I mean, it's got to be hundreds, right? We've been doing this. Hundreds, DV, maybe. DV dumbass. I mean, yeah. I mean, between DV dumbass and streaming dumbass, sure, probably a little many, over a hundred. Where did we start? It wasn't right away. No, no, no. God, no. We've only been doing DVD dumbass for a couple of years, but no, still, there's it has 52, not been a couple years. It's sure, been, fifty-two weeks in a year. I mean, so you're probably at about one fifty or something like that. I, I think I think you're underestimating when we started this. Well, there are some weeks that you miss it, and there are some sure. weeks where you know. And so I would say one hundred and fifty or so is a probably a good number. Yeah, I'm I mean, not, that's three years of like, stuff. I feel like it's longer than three years we've been doing. Well, I know you feel like it, but that doesn't mean it's accurate. Mm. Uh, either way, how long has the podcast been going on? I don't know. Not long enough. So you're not going to get all 150 movies. No, even no, still but have I'm a good because the kids were talking about a movie that they really enjoyed. I'm like, this sounds really familiar, and uh, it was a movie I hated. Do you remember what it was? Yeah, Midsummer. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, you did hate that movie. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Let's check your traffic. I know it too. TDS Fiber Traffic Center is wide open. Cur- <laughs>
Morning After with Nick and Big J. The important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured because of another person's negligence, well, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Every once in a while, Big J, social media can be used to give you a life hack. For instance... Lots of people had taken to the internet, I guess, over the last couple of weeks talking about, hey, man, why am I finding dryer sheets in my mailbox? Ooh. Like, that's weird, right? Yeah, that's uh, off-putting. And so they started to put it on in the internet going, hey, listen, is anybody else finding, like, dryer sheets in your mailbox? Why would that be? I know I'm not putting them there. Who is? And leave it to the internet to solve the problem. Guess who's leaving the dryer sheets in your mailbox if you have them? Your mail carrier, Big J. Try to keep things fresh in there. Well, it's not necessarily that as much as apparently yellow jackets and wasps have some sort of, you know, weird thing against dryer sheets. Like the static electricity that it rejects also rejects wasps. And so, you know, there are several mail carriers, especially in rural parts of the United States, that get stung by wasps and yellow jackets. You know, you don't have to do anything to get stung by one of those. You have to be around it. You know what I mean? And, uh, and sometimes they build their nests in the back of old mailboxes, and that's a great way to get stung if you're a mail carrier. And so what they do is if they've been stung in a place before, or they know that the place is ripe for yellow jackets, they'll throw a dryer sheet in your mailbox to keep away the wasps. Now, this is just like a preventative measure. It's not necessarily, they don't know if it'll drive them away or something, but what it did lead to is a bunch of other people that have used this trick in the past kind of tagging on and going, yeah, you know, I actually work and own a restaurant and we put dryer sheets, like tape them underneath the tables of our picnic table so that the, I, the yellow jackets stay away from people's food when they're eating outside. And so apparently there's some secret to dryer sheets that pisses off wasps or keeps them away. And that might be a good life hack for you, Big J, just in case you need it. Now, again, if you have wasps, I don't know how much it's going to do to deter them there. But I think it's supposed to, like, prevent them from setting up shop wherever that may be. And it only works in a small vicinity. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, a life hack. How about that? In case you need it. Turns out Medina Spirit, the Kentucky Derby quote-unquote winner, will run the Preakness this Saturday, but the outcome of the Kentucky Derby is still unresolved. The champion's owner has consented to blood testing on Medina Spirit and two other horses trained by Bob Baffert. Baffert yesterday, after saying it was cancel culture, then admitted to actually using anti-inflammatory ointment on the horse, and that is probably what tripped the drug test, but he still says that it does not give the horse an unfair advantage. But what has happened, it's basically a painkiller that he that the horse tested high for. Does that make sense? Right. And so, well, yeah, it's not like a steroid. My guess is if you've got pain and you're no longer in pain, it could help you perform a little bit better, right? You would think. If that injury was harboring your performance, it certainly would. But either way, it's still going to run this weekend if you care about that. Ahead of the July 9th showing of Black Widow, the 36-year-old Scarlett Johansson will be honored, Big J, at the 2021 MTV Movie Awards with the Generation Award. Uh, There's a bunch of people that have picked this up in the past, including Sandra Bullock, Jim Carrey, Tom Cruise, Robert Downey Jr., Jamie Foxx, The Rock, Mike Myers, Adam Sandler, Will Smith, Reese Witherspoon, and now you can add Scarlett Johansson to the list as well. Truly... A generational talent. Big J, agree or disagree? Well, hell yeah. 
Leslie Jones hosts the MTV Movie and TV Awards. It's going to be happening on May 16th. That is this weekend, Sunday night. If you would like to watch, you can see Scar- Scarlett Johansson accept an award. She put it on it. Get to the top, of little turkeys. From 100.3, the X rocks. Giveaways coming up on Friday afternoon, so you still have a couple of days to get in if you'd like to play Who Do You Do? Now would be the time to get on the phone, 208-287-1003. What we ask of you is to have a celebrity impression ready to go. Impress us with your party tricks of who mm-hmm. you can do an impression of. Knock it out of the park. Yeah, Nick. It's your turn to fly. I, don't know, I tried to do something. And who, who was that again? Well, I was trying to do Kermit, but it didn't. It came out weird. It came out like one of the other Muppets. Who do you think that's? I don't know. The needle nose guy? The The needle nose guy. Don't. I've dug a hole now that I cannot get out of. You're talking about Gonzo, aren't you? Yeah. Hey, yeah. That's not what Gonzo sounds like, but 208-287-1003. If you want to qualify for the Aftershock Festival, which is four days and nights of pretty amazing music in Sacramento, California in early October... We got your airfare taken care of. We got your lodging taken care of. Hey, don't even worry about tickets to the sold-out festival. Those are taken care of, too. You just need to win it in order to get in on it. Hello, The X. Good morning, sir. Good morning to you. What is your name, please? Kyle. All right, Kyle, you have the floor. Knock out a celebrity impression. Jay and I are going to try to guess it, okay? All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. I'm back with a brand-new invention, something Got a hold of me tightly, close like a harpoon, daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll grow to the extreme. I like the mic like a band or light up the stage and watch the chunk like a candle. Dance to the stick is that boom, killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly with a play dope melody. Anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it. All right, Kyle. We get it. We get it. No, it's not Kyle. That is Vanilla Ice on the phone. Oh, I'm sorry. That is is fantastic, Kyle. Hang on one second. We will get you qualified for the Aftershock Festival. That begs a question. I mean, I guess Vanilla Ice at this point, if you want to do Vanilla Ice impression, you've got to be remodeling homes. But... It is he nice still does both. To pull that both. out every once in a while. Yeah, I guess he's still touring and doing that kind of thing. But congratulations, my man. That's how it works. You have two more chances to qualify. 12.30 today with Jason Drew. And then 5.30 today with Adam if you want to get in on the Aftershock Festival. Just have an impression ready to go. We will do We're Going to Hell next on the x Rock. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The x Rocks. Lone Rock, Wisconsin is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. About 45 miles outside of Madison to give you some sort of map as to where we are. But uh, I shouldn't have to tell you this. Hopefully you knew already. Sunday was Mother's Day, Big J. Yeah. So hopefully you spent the day celebrating your mom, mother of your children, mother-in-law, etc. Because that's what you're supposed to do. One person that did not celebrate Mother's Day correctly is Andrew Peterson. Andrew Peterson is 22 years old. He lives at home with his mom along with his 20-year-old girlfriend and their young child. So it's a family affair there in Lone Rock, Wisconsin. But on Mother's Day on Sunday, Andrew couldn't figure out where his phone was when he woke up on Sunday morning. Couldn't find his damn phone anywhere. And if there's one person that knows where his phone is, Big J, it's his mom. 
she's all up in his business all the time. Yeah. And so he decided to go to his mom and go, hey, mom, I can't find my phone. Do you know where it is? And she's like, listen, I tell you all the time, keep an eye on this stuff. I don't know where you keep your phone. And he's like, Mom, you know where everything is around here. Where did I leave my phone? And she's like, James, I don't, Andrew, I don't know what you're talking about. That's not how this is going to go down. And that's Big J when he took out a taser and then tased his 43-year-old Jesus. mom in the neck on Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Zap, zap, zap. After the tasing, Peterson left the residence with his girlfriend and the young child. His mom then called the police when she regained consciousness. She's like, his hey. phone. <laughs> that'd be great uh she called the police and that is when police found andrew and he said yeah i used an electronic weapon on my mom on mother's day that happens uh and so big j just for fun they also arrested his girlfriend why because uh earlier in the week on wednesday the wednesday before mother's day she went ahead and punched peterson's mom in the face too Wow, Damn. rough, rough. So tough rough Mother's week for Day mom, week, man. Tough Mother's Day week in the Peterson household. Maybe stop inviting him over. To be sure, they live there, yo. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Ugh. Peterson and Parker, uh, they ended up both getting arrested. Uh, they had been living at the home of the mom for the past several months. They were booked into Richland County Jail. Parker was charged with battery and disorderly conduct. Peterson charged with battery, battery disorderly conduct possession of electronic weapon and bail jumping because he also uh was arrested about six months ago for knocking around his mom too so this is a troubled relationship yeah it's a real pos yeah yeah for sure don't you treat your moms that way i mean listen there's no excuse for that but i mean even on mother's day you got to give the tasing a pass right mom gets one you know do not pass go card or get out of jail free card for sure on mother's day you would think right yeah and uh, I again, don't think there's any good reason to tase your mom in the neck ever. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, especially over a phone. I mean, that's insane. And he never found it, by the way. No idea where it is. And it's not like his mom's going to tell him, even if she does know now. You know what I mean? Hey, tase me once. Shame on you. Now you're not getting that information. If and I had it, you're not getting it. That's the way this story ends. Guess if he had an iPhone, he'd find it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rocks. Stuff. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, you sit before us. A positive thinking man, I think. Oh, yeah. And in your 47 years on this earth, as you kind of think about ways that things are going, how old would you say you feel? Uh, 68. 68. Is that? 68 years of age. On a good day or a bad day or just on a median day? Just on a median day. Well, then I got bad news for you, Big J. Oh, bleep. According to research... Uh, a state of mind is a very, very important player in, in how things turn out for you as you get older. For instance, as you get older, if you feel a little bit younger than what you actually are, that's a really good thing. 
You know, you have a greater sense of well-being. You've got better cognitive functioning. You've got less inflammation, lower risk of hospitalization, longer lives. All you have to do is say you feel five years younger than you actually are, and that will help. On the flip side to that, if somebody is asked how old do you feel and they age themselves by 10 to 15 years, which is kind of what you just did, bad news bears is coming down the road. Uh, basically, it means that uh, you uh, have got some difficulties <laughs> that you are going to be facing. Just a heads up. Uh, basically, feeling younger is pretty beneficial in old age, but uh, it also likely stops having a protective effect against stress. If the gap between subjective and actual age becomes too wide, it's thought that interventions to help people feel younger can reduce harm caused by stress, even though they do admit that future research is needed to determine the best way to do that. But we got to lower your mental age range. Does that make sense? Yeah. Got to lower that gap a little bit. How can we do that, in your opinion? I don't know. You're a lost cause? I'm a lost cause. I'm an old man. I'm an old man. Well, you had a good run. Yeah, Big that's J, how I feel about it. The Oakland Athletics are threatening to pick up their ball and go to play elsewhere if the city of Oakland does not give them a new stadium. The plan for a downtown stadium on the waterfront has been talked about for years. Latest proposal calls for a $12 billion waterfront development, including a commitment from the city of about $855 million. The A's have been in Oakland since 1968, have been playing in the same awful place almost that long that's the one game you went to right you saw a game where the Oakland A's play and it's not an enjoyable experience it is a piece of crap and and, it smells like crap when you walk in and look I I understand I'm not a real big believer in in helping billionaires build their houses but you know and and this they don't have a great track record of doing that in California the big reason why San Diego left uh, the Chargers left San Diego's because they weren't happy with how that city uh, welcomed them in, and that's why they share a house now with the Rams. But it, it is interesting to see what's going to happen. First of all, the A's have been an Oakland institution, and you know they've also lost another football team recently because of that same situation, right? I mean, uh, the Raiders wanted a new stadium, and Oakland told them to pound sand, and they went and moved to Las Vegas. So, Big J, guess where one of the cities Oakland is thinking about moving to? Las Vegas, yeah, Nick. The Las correct. Vegas A's. That's correct. Uh, so we'll see if Vegas can take two things from Oakland. In they the better be playing inside. couple of years because it is rough. Why? Too hot for you? It's too hot for the players. That's too hot to be playing out. Now listen, they play in outside in Arizona Shouldn't all the time. Be. Hey, uh, we talked yesterday about Dave Batista rejoining Daniel Craig in the sequel to Knives Out. Of course, they were last together in Spectre. But now, Edward Norton has also signed on to star oh, in man. the sequel for Netflix. Uh, and so we have ourselves a little bit of fun involved there as the cast is starting to come together. There must be a script then for it. Otherwise, I can't imagine they'd be attaching names to it. But uh, it could be coming sooner than we think. Either way, the cast is starting to come together for Knives Out 2. Hopefully that makes you excited. Yep, and we've got some music here for you. The band Gojira, by the way, uh, have just uh, nailed the number one best-selling album in America, the world, called Fortitude. We'll get it to you for free if you can figure out, uh, or I'm sorry, if you can beat me, Pop Culture Smackdown. 
the figuring out thing comes later. Here is the phone number, 208-287-1003. Yeah, shout out to Gojira for being the number one album in the country. It's pretty amazing. Metal! And uh, don't forget, they're also coming to town on September 20th, too. So if you want your tickets, they're on sale now for that at the Rev Center. Let's see if you can defeat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown. Let's see if you got what it takes. Let's go to the phones. Hello, The X. Good morning. Morning, man. You are up first. This actress starred in the first two Transformers movies and was April O'Neil in the latest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. Who is it? Megan Fox. That is correct. Good job. Right. Big J, this stand-up comedian hosts the brand new show Chopped 420 on the Food Network. You've probably seen the commercials. No, actually, I haven't. Uh, hosting Chopped 420. So I'm going to say it's probably somebody well-known for smoking the, the ganj. Doug Benson? Doug Benson is a good guess. Wrong. Tommy Chung? But incorrect. Wrong. Man, give me some of that food. No. Ron Funches is the host of Chopped Ron 420. Ron Funches? Yeah. Oh, Former man. guest of the morning after? Never heard of him. Oh, that's not very nice of him. Uh, either way, congratulations, man. You have man, some weeks I just suck, and other weeks I reign supreme. It's it's been a rough stretch. Not gonna lie. Uh, I thought the Food Network one you'd knock it out of the park. I have not seen the pro. I don't think they're running these promos uh, in prime time. Interesting. Either way, uh, you have one, sir. Congrats. You got yourself all set up with the Gojira album. Hang on one second. We'll make sure you're all set and good to go. I wonder if this is going to be on Discovery Plus. Uh, it's on now. I thought it was on the Food Network. That's where I no, saw the commercials. I, I'm pretty sure. I bet that's uh, either way. Weird. Uh, but you got yourself all set up. Hang on. We'll get you hooked up. Plus, we're going to talk about Idaho Comedy Festival. It's happening in a little over a week. All the details about it next on the x Rock. <laughs> It's Nirvana All Apologies here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is 100.3 The X Rocks. You heard us talking about us. You're going to hear us giving away some stuff for a very cool event that is happening in just a little over a week from now. It is Idaho Comedy Fest, the inaugural one that is happening here in the Treasure Valley. It's all happening at the Lounge at the End of the Universe. It's pretty impressive. The lineup of comedians they have coming into town and all the cool things that are happening. And it's going down May 20th through the 22nd. You can get more information at IdahoComedyFest.com. And it is an honor and privilege to welcome back into the studio, Jen, with The Lounge. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Good. Yeah. It's been a full week since we last talked I to know. you. I know. It's uh, so long. And it was kind of like the rollout of how all this thing was coming together and the lineup is starting to come together. It's all available. You can check out the, I mean, ridiculous amount of people that it, you have coming in. over 50 comedians. It's pretty amazing mm-hmm. uh, that you were able to put it all together. But uh, rehash the whole situation. How did this idea come up? Why did you guys decide to do it? So uh, the whole thing kind of started as a joke. There was an internet troll, uh, and uh, and so uh, in in order to read, like I guess, troll back, uh, Donnie Zolden, who's the owner of Stand Up New York, uh, made a joke like, "Well, we'll just come do a comedy festival in your hometown." And then a bunch of comedians started like trying to apply for it, mm-hmm. and he was like, I, "I guess we should just do a festival." Uh, and then he called me out of the blue. Um, and I was like, this sounds like fun. It's like, a, and I was like, why, why do you want to do a festival? And they were like, well, out of spite. And I was like, I'm in. I'm absolutely in. That sounds, that sounds like a blast. There's reason to do anything. Right. But, but then, and then, of course, it just got bigger than that. And, and we've, we just realized, like, the industry suffered so much when COVID happened. Uh, you know, not just all the comedians' financial issues, but emotionally, it was just hard for all of us. We couldn't do what we do. Right. Uh, and so I think this is a great way for all of us to come together and have community again and also make the entire Treasure Valley laugh. 
Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And of course, we, we've also talked about how, how serious you're taking the COVID stuff as well. I mean, while it started as a joke, and obviously it's great to have things uh, you know happening and events going on, we want to make sure it stays that way. So you guys aren't messing around with that either. Yeah, listen, uh, if you are worried about coming, just know that we have been stockpiling cases of rubbing alcohol. <laughs> we have spray bottles and an entire team of volunteers. We've staggered all the shows. that They, they start a half an hour from the uh, when one ends, another one starts, and in that half an hour, we send the army of sanitizers in. They spray everything down and wipe it with rubbing alcohol. And then we do uh, bathroom rounds. So sure. every 20 to 30 minutes, somebody is going around to all the bathrooms spraying flush handles and sink handles and where people push the door open and everything. The festival passes are masks. So you'll need to have that in order to get into the festival brilliant. in That's the first brilliant. place. Uh, that was Donnie. I can't take credit for that. <laughs> we were on a call and we were like, well, wristbands, whatever. And he said, well, what about masks? And I, and I was like, Brilliant. <laughs> Same thing. So, uh, so you'll have to have a mask, and then uh, we'll have staff masks and uh, also artist masks, so everybody can be identified as well. So, uh, so yeah, we're we're doing every possible thing that we can do besides boiling people before they come in the door. <laughs> Yeah, that would work, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it would make you safe, that's for sure. Uh, so a reminder that, it, it, again, it, it's all happening. Basically, it begins a week from tomorrow, right? That's when all ah! the crazies happens. <laughs> and yeah, you've, got, you've got three-day festival passes on sale, and then you've got day passes, so if you can only make it to one. But either way, checking this out would be really, really cool. And and I know we are going to be kind of marching in a lot of people that are going to be involved in this festival, but it's it's really cool to have Alvin Williams in studio, one of the comedians that's on the bill. Thank you for getting up early and coming in, dude. We appreciate it. Hey, absolutely. My pleasure. It's good to see you both, Nick, Big J. Like, I'm very happy to be outside of my living room. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, as a performer, what does this mean to you? I imagine it's probably been a while for you to be able to do actual comedy in front of people as well, right? It's so true. And, and a lot of it I was able to acclimate to because I was making people wear masks to come to my house before it was cool. Like, you know, hey, Eyes Wide Shut has been out for 21 years. And I, <laughs> I pay homage in the best way that I can. But this, this whole festival, I've known Jen for, has it been 14? years mm -hmm. now. I've known yeah, Jen since I started my comedy career and she's been so instrumental in me growing and I just told her even this morning, I'm like, I, I'm just so proud of you and, and proud of this festival and proud to be a part of it because this means so much to Boise and I know how much it means to her because I know how much it means to me to yeah. be here. Yeah, and, and tell us your, your beginnings. How did you start? Why did you want to do stand-up comedy? Why was this something that drew you in? Well, it's funny. I'm from Chicago originally, but I actually started my comedy career in Boise back during the old Funny Bone days. Okay. Uh, in 2007 and I met I met Jen shortly thereafter uh, back back then it was just a, a hobby that I had at the time I, I did it to meet people uh, I thought it was just a, a good way to be social and then like I, I saw Jen perform and like she just had this this attitude to her I was like yeah like I want to learn from you and and she took me on the roll with her and and the rest is really history for me like it's been it's been successful awesome I'm his comedy mom and one of the things that, that I love about the festival, and, and Jen, I'm not sure if you want to take credit for this, you should, but the, the podcast row thing is absolutely brilliant. Because, Alvin, I know one of the things that you've done to keep yourself busy, you've got your podcast that you've yes. been doing, and you'll be, I'm sure, doing some of that stuff from this festival. How important has that been for you to be able to reach an audience in that particular way? Oh, you have no idea. Uh, for me, uh, I was never quite comfortable doing the virtual shows because I was scared of just talking in my room and having people view that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So this was a way for me to still reach out to my fan base. I, I created a podcast called The Things I Don't Hate Podcast, which is just code for things that I love. It's a super positive podcast where you can just come on and talk about things that you're passionate about. And I remind artists like how important that they are and that they're loved. And it has been um, it, it has grown not only my fan base, but the the artists themselves. Like we've been networking in a way where before the podcast, I didn't have the connections that I have now. So it, it all worked out. But, you know, in order for it to really work, we need to get back on them stages again and, and make those networks count. Exactly. And, you know, I think maybe having, uh, you know, obviously the talent that's involved in putting this festival together and all of you guys in the same particular area, that's just going to make for a week's worth of crazy podcasts as well, I'm sure. Yes, right? yes. That's that's the part that I'm, I'm super excited about because I know how often that people want to interview certain people and just can't can't get their schedule uh, to, to coordinate with them. But we'll have 50 comics in the same place at the same time and podcasters will be able to just, you know, get a bunch of interviews in and that way you can stagger out your your interviews and you can actually go go have a life every now and again and you, you know what i mean yes. so I, I think yes. it, it's a really cool way to stack up your your repertoire of interviews and having so many comics and so many uh, opinions i think it's just going to be amazing i can't wait for that part that's uh it's fantastic and you know i mean real question aside from covid mm-hmm. how do you feel where comedy is right now in general because it just seems like it seems harder a little bit with the culture that's out there right mm-hmm. now. And you turn you turn one way and somebody's upset with something you said. Right. How are has you, it been for are you? Are you talking about cancel culture? Yeah. Sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's truly I, I feel like this is this is the great reboot. This is the cancel culture will allow comics who really appreciate the craft and really understand where where the culture is moving. They will be able to adjust. Whereas your person who's just having a cup of coffee or telling girls at the bar, you know, I'm a comedian too, but they just done one or two open mics. They will fall by the wayside because they don't have the patience that it takes to to craft around this difficult culture. It's not that easy to laugh the way it used to be. But also, we are in more demand now than we ever have been and I think comics really need to leverage this and put out genuinely good content because people want to laugh more than they ever have and they don't have as many outlets to do it so now's the time for us to truly prove our worth to society. Alvin Williams joins us in studio, one of the comics at Idaho Comedy Festival, which is happening next week. It's going to be awesome. And how has, you know, garnering material for you gone with being stuck at home? Has that been a good source of things or has it been kind of like, oh, my God, I need to get out and do something? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's it's funny. It. It forces you to write all new material because you can't walk into a place talking about. So I was at my kid's school the other day. Yeah, were you? Were you? <laughs> yeah, like, were, right, were you really? Right. You know, were you at the parent-teacher conference? Were you? Or did the teacher text you? Your son is awful. And you're like, you know what? I believe you. Right. He's been in my house for right. days, and I'm done. So you you have to re refocus um, what what people care about hearing. You you know what I mean? Nobody wants to hear about you talking about how bad your job was. If They've been out of work for a year and a half, right, so you really right. got to connect with people on a deeper level. So it's it's been it's been challenging, but for some reason, I've been angry enough to make it work. I like it. I like it, <laughs> I like it very much. Uh, Jen, I know there's a lot of balls in the air. Do you have a schedule yet, Elvin? Do you know when you're going to be on and when you're going to be doing your thing? Uh, not yet. Not yeah. yet. Uh, we're we're really just trying to see uh, how many people. Well, I, I should probably let you take this one. Yeah, move yeah. over. Okay, so 
so uh, we should be solidifying the schedule today or tomorrow. It is monumental uh, of a task trying to coordinate this many comedians, and we're trying to make sure that each comic gets more than one spot. We actually added two more shows. So I think we're at 28 shows wow. in three days, and each of those shows are 90 minutes long. So we've actually partnered uh, with Mad Swede downtown, and we're Great. doing two afternoon shows down there so we can get a little bit of off-site and, and get people downtown just for, for an afternoon show. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's intense trying to, to coordinate all of it. So oh, yeah. between uh, 28 shows, uh, we'll have people on multiple different times. So if you miss somebody on one show, you'll have a chance to see them somewhere else. So you don't have to have that you know kind of conflict of, oh, I have to choose this or that, depending on what I want to see. So I love that. I love that. So lots of opportunities to see some amazing stand-up comedians. If you haven't a chance, one of the cool things about festivals like this is introducing yourself to people that you have not heard of before. And you have an opportunity to have some really, really cool big-name comics that are coming into town and a chance for you to expand your horizons a little bit and, and learn to laugh with somebody that you haven't heard of before and it's it's a beautiful place to do all this stuff and, and showcase some incredible talent. Let's hit up the socials. What's the best place to go to get a hold of Alvin if you want to follow you on social media? Where do we want to go? Sure. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Comic Alvin Williams or check out my podcast at ThingsIDon'tHate.com beautiful. And Jen, if we want to follow the festival, what's the best place to do that? So you can go to IdahoComedyFest.com All of the socials are linked there. Uh, and then we're on Instagram at Lounge Boise. Um, and then also, um, yeah, I think no, I think that's it. If you just go to IdahoComedyFest.com, grab your tickets, yes. and then also you can get on all our socials right there. Three-day passes, yeah. one-day passes available now, and uh, we're going to give you a chance to win some over the course of the next week as well and get ready for that big kickoff party. I know you got nothing but planning to do over the next week, so thank you for clearing out some time. And uh, trust me, we're going to be talking a lot more about this and visiting with a lot more people involved with the festival as well as we get closer. Thank you guys very much for coming in. We appreciate thank it. You thank you for having us. Thank Morning you. After with Nick and Big J. Oh, what's in the box? Only on 100.3 VX Rocks. What's in the box? What's in the bleeping box? It is Big Backyard Box qualification time. If you would like a run at this $10,000 prize that's filled with amazing stuff all presented by Kitchen Tune-Up. We got stuff in there from Apple Plumbing, from Victory Greens, from Butte Fence. You get $1,000 to each one of those places. Plus, we throw in $1,000 cash all added up. It's $10,000 worth of stuff that you can use on your home, which is pretty dang amazing. And if you want to get qualified for it, the giveaway we're going to do at the end of the month, now would be a time to get on the horn, 208-287-1003. Now, what's in the box works like this. Big J has a fictional box, not a real box like the big backyard box. This one's just fictional. His mind box, if you will. And inside of that box, he has stuffed something inside. A and man. <laughs> There's a man in that box, and he's not happy about it. you got to figure out what's inside Big J's box via some clues. If you can do that, you are officially qualified. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Hello? No! Hello, the X. Hello? Good morning, man. What's your name? Dan. All right, Dan, you're up first. See if you can figure out what's in the box. More often than not, when lost, can be found in between the couch cushions. Excellent. Yeah. In the late 80s and early 90s, there was an MTV game show named this. Remote control. Good yeah, job. man. 
Boom. Nicely done. God, that was my favorite TV show on MTV back in the day. Hang on one second there, Dan. We'll hook you up with the Big Backyard Box qualification. That's how that works. Your next chance to qualify is happening at around 5.15 or so with Adam this afternoon. And I imagine you're talking about remote control for a reason. No. No no reason in particular. Right. Those damn things get lost all the time. Did you lose a remote or something? No, not recently. What even made you think of a remote control? I was trying to think of something different to put in the box. So a remote control popped in your head. Yeah. I guess that's as good as anything. There doesn't really have to be a reason for anything to be in the box. Just the fact that there is something in there. Yeah. Uh, I was, however, disappointed. I thought you were going to put a man in the box this time around. Maybe one. Maybe in the last one we do. <laughs> Morning after. That was supposed to be Gwyneth Paltrow's head, remember? Morning After with Nick and Big J. We are going to do some bad impressions. That's next on The X Rock. The X. And we know you like being a winner, so we want to give you the number one album on music's billboard right now, and that would be Gojira's Fortitude. So we'll hook you up with that. Uh, digitally, of course, you can listen to it anywhere you want. You should figure out bad impressions here this morning. French metal in the palm of your hands. If you want to get in and play Bad Impressions, the number is 208-287-1003. And if somebody stopped me on the corner and said, Hey, Nick, question. What's Bad Impressions all about? I'd say this. Big J's got an idea of somebody famous in his head. And then around that famous person, he has wrapped around three clues. And hopefully those three clues will help you figure out who Big J is trying to be. Maybe you need all three. Maybe you only need one. It all kind of depends on the person. Hello, the X. Hey, how you doing? We're good, man. What's your name? John. All right, John. You're up first. Good luck. Some people want to give me a humanitarian award for ending the Ellen DeGeneres show. Uh, next. I played Anastasia Steele in the Fifty Shades movies. Yeah. Seen it. Uh, my Next. dad is Don Johnson. <gasps> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't tough, seen the man. Fifty Shades movie, it's going to be tough. But thank you for playing, John. Hello, The X. Also, Nick has a huge crush. I do. Hello. Hello. Hey, man, did you hear Big J's clues or do you need him again? I did, and I don't have it. That's all right. Ah. It happens to the best of us. Big J picked a hard one today. Hello, The X. Very relevant, though. It is. Hello. Hey, did you hear Big J's clues? No, I didn't. Oh. Some people want to give me a humanitarian award for ending the Ellen DeGeneres show. Uh, okay, keep going. I played Anastasia Steele in the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. Uh, Dakota Johnson? There yeah! you go! Yeah, good job, brother. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with that Gojira album. And why is Dakota Johnson in the news? Uh, she, Nick, you have alerted me to this things, uh, and I did not know she's trending uh, all over the place because uh, apparently the Ellen DeGeneres show is calling it quits, and uh, now Ellen DeGeneres says it's not just it's just not a challenge anymore. But apparently, it's being pointed out uh, in the world of social media that Dakota Johnson actually ended the Ellen DeGeneres show. Uh, she's the one who uh, snitched out Ellen DeGeneres for being a real jerk. Uh, and and she was kind of caught. She caught Ellen in a in one of those stupid entertainment lies. I mean, right. you know, she was interviewing her on her show, and you know, was giving Dakota Johnson a hard time for not inviting her to uh, her birthday party. I think it was. And 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 Dakota's like, yeah, what are you talking about? I did invite you. You just didn't come. 
And uh, that's kind of, it was an awkward situation for Dakota. And then she just kind of ratted the fact out that she saw Ellen treating everybody like crap. And that's when, and then all of Ellen's employees were like, yeah, right. we are treating like crap. Yeah. And, and it was like, free us. Free yes. us. Now we don't have a job. Thanks, Dakota. And so, uh, well, she's hanging around for another season. Uh, after the end of next season, I guess, is when Ellen's pulling the plug. So the challenge will continue up until then. Either way, uh, you are going to have to find something else to watch in your doctor's office that you can't well, change a channel we'll on. Replace her with Drew Barrymore. Uh, yeah, they're trying. And um, you know, she's got several movies all in, in post and pre-production here coming out in uh, the next year or so. Nick. Beautiful. Something for you to look at. Uh, that's for sure. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. <laughs> Deftones ceremony that's wrapping up the morning after with nick and big j here on this wednesday thanks for hanging out with us special thank you to jen adams from the lounge at the end of the universe and alvin williams one of the comedians at idaho comedy festival for coming in studio this morning and talking to us about an event that begins a week from tomorrow man idaho comedy festival is going to be pretty awesome and you can check out information by tickets at idahocomedyfest.com that's a really good idea congrats everybody they are qualified today for Big Backyard Box and for the Aftershock Festival, we'll be doing more of that tomorrow as well. So you might want to tune in to be part of the fun. That would be my recommendation. Happy anniversary to you, Big J, and to your lovely wife. Oh, thanks. Happy nine years of marriage and together much longer than that. Hopefully you have a uh, wonderfully romantic evening uh, planned <coughs> to make sure that your wife knows that she's appreciated. We're almost at 10 years. Yeah. What does that mean? Oh, it means it's going to be a great time. The romance is dead? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Dead. R.I.P. That leaves you with the floor, my friend. Yeah, speaking of which, I uh, messed up this morning and and sent nudes. (laughs) Why uh, are you copying to this? You could have gotten away from it totally Because I'm a real person and I make mistakes. And I already told the wife. She thought it was hilarious. So, send nudes. (laughs) I had offered up uh, the eels... Uh, Novocaine for the Soul, which uh-huh. has the song th- song I thought we danced our first dance together, but it's it's uh, it is the eel song, but it's uh, Mrs. B's something, you st- something or other. <laughs> you still don't remember the name of the song. That's that's fantastic. Well, listen, I do like the song though. Uh, but. You just can't tell me what it is. But happy happy anniversary to you! It was a lovely rendition by the band who performed at your wedding as well. You want to give Mud them a shout out? Oh that's man, right. I wish they were still together. They were great. Uh, and they learned that song just for your wedding, and thank God it was the right one. Because that would have been awkward if they came out and played yeah, Novocaine for the Soul. Oops. Because you told them the wrong song. Sorry, my belly. Morning After, not my belly's fault, they did a great job. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it for us. You guys have a fantastic Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. It's the X Rock.